You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can subscribe to Locked On Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Odyssey, iHeartRadio, and online at fanstreamsports.com. You can also check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays and email us, LockedOnRays at gmail.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Well, Ulysses, uh, your Tampa Bay Rays lose to the Seattle Mariners. However, the Rays do remain in first place, one game up on the Boston Red Sox. Uh, We might have to get into a question of whether or not that game was in clunker territory. But despite (laughs) the loss, I think it's fair to say you, I, and several others enjoyed ourselves last night. Yeah. Yeah, and, and and I can tell you it's because uh, Cheryl, who is fantastic and a listener of the show, mm-hmm. had extra tickets, contacted us and said, hey, you guys want to see the Mariners play the race? And we're like, you know what? It sounds like a great thing to do on a Monday evening. Turned out to not be such a great game. But honestly, when you're at the Trump, I think that's always yeah. a good time. Always a good time. And again, we will put this out there. Very, very big and generous thank you to Cheryl, who is Shirley You Jest on Twitter and yeah. for the for the four pack of tickets. And by the way, uh, if you're a listener out there and want us to go to a game, want us to take in a game with you, <laughs> we will accept free tickets. We will go. We will make that drive across the bridge. We will make that trek over to the trop and sit down and have a beer or two and just enjoy. And I got to give it to, to Cheryl and the group that she was sitting with, I think we found we found a little loophole. We found a yeah. little secret stash as far as where to sit from now on for Ray's games. Section 209. Section 209 is where it's at, in my oh, yeah. opinion. That might be the oh, best yeah. value in the ballpark, quite frankly. But you know what we have to do is sit on the back row so nobody can kick you, right? Nobody has that excuse me or uh, unfortunate mustard drip on your yes. shoulder right and then you've got the tv at a better angle and, and so you get to see the replay so yeah. i mean th- this would be a great uh maybe a section to to look at if we're doing a locked on race reunion in september yeah that might have to happen the bathrooms are only a couple steps away you get a great view of home plate the pitch coming in of the scoreboard oh, yeah. everything you don't have to strain your neck like you are right there in on the action and the only downside i would say to those seats is getting to them i felt like moses trying <laughs> to go from the trap parking lot to those seats the ushers getting way too complicated with their directions just point me in the direction and then i'll go from there i don't need a, a fire evacuation map of how to get to my seats like simplify it a little bit like there was a yeah. police officer that kind of directed us in and out hey go this way go that way Thanks, bud. That helps a lot. I but some of the ushers, I, I you're trying to do your job. You want to show and prove that you're a worthwhile employee, and you know the ins and outs of the trap. But 
man, you got to simplify it a little bit, a little bit for us uh, common folk here. And, and, and the biggest thing is like, maybe that's, they were so amped up because there were unfortunately around 6,000 people at the, at the, at the trap. So maybe they didn't have that personal interaction like they had during the weekend with the Red Sox in town. So I think that maybe they they had like a little letdown in energy. So they just like the rays. Exactly. Look at that. Was that a perfect circle or what? That was a good transition. Yeah, it's a little different. It's a little tough to go from a very big, very impactful, very packed weekend series that has a lot of momentum and a lot riding over the weekend. And then one of the smallest crowds of the year under, I think it was 5,800. Topkin was quick to tweet it out, of course, I'm sure. Um, But yeah, it was was dead. It was lifeless in there. And you know what? I know, maybe this makes me a bad person for being selfish, whatever, but in a way, after what I had to deal with, with the traffic and parking situation on Saturday against the Red Sox, it was kind of nice to be able to breeze in and out of the trop and not have to be pulling my hair out and, and, uh, having my, my blood pressure skyrocket nope. and my heart rate skyrocket. It was for me anyway, and I, I paid the $20 parking uh, fee. I usually don't do that, but I went yeah. in and it was, it was nice to be able to just breeze on. And it, it, it kind of, I almost felt like with the trop, like I want the trop when I'm going to a game at the trop, like the gym, when I go to the gym, I don't want anybody else there. Ooh. When I'm at the trop, I don't want anybody else there. So I can just That's mosey a- around no lines, things of that nature. And not even that, right? The bathroom is empty. The, the parking situation is yes. better. You know, I think everything's a little bit easier when there aren't people, but except for the raucous atmosphere, which, well, for that, that there wasn't a lot to be raucous about yesterday because Waka really didn't have that much yeah. any of anything, really. I mean, we kept seeing it because of the of the of the TV and where we were sitting, that cutter just did not yeah. have enough movement and it was just getting hit all the time. It wasn't hard hit. And they weren't they just smacked it either. around wherever they wanted but to basically exactly they the, the, the pitch didn't have enough movement enough to 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 actually be effective and so you know four innings six runs that what was it the third inning it was like 42 pitches that he had that had to be and, one of the longest half innings on the Rays wow. side anyway give up five runs and the Rays are what they get down to I mean, they give up another in the fourth and they're down six, nothing. So is this a clunker Ulysses? I mean, this is, this is now five straight losses to the Mariners, the Mariners. It's, it's not great. And I think, is it three walk-off losses against the Mariners or four, three. Okay. Well, this so definitely wasn't walk-off. a walk-off. This was just a bad no. loss. This was flat. Kevin well, they wa- did in post game flat. They walked all over. The race, yeah, so not a walk off, but it. but yeah, no. Honestly, I I do think I'm not actually saying that they were hungover, but it was a hangover gang. Yes, all that excitement, all that amplify, uh, all the amplified energy from from the whole weekend and taking first, um, mm-hmm. and then Seattle comes. I think like not playing down to the competition either, but I just feel like the flat. I think it's a very PC nice way of saying it. They were flat yesterday. Yeah we weren't really in the mood to play and give a full hearted effort. And Franco wasn't in the lineup. Austin Meadows wasn't in the lineup. And I mean, it wasn't, it definitely wasn't the best game of all time for Joey Wendell or Brandon Lau. And no. look, 
or I, I know there were some defensive miscues there. I'm not going to put it all on Joey Wendell because of the fact that he hasn't really played short all that much this season. So it's tough to say to a guy, hey, you've been playing third basically all season. Uh, Taylor Walls was passed over you. Wander Franco was passed over you. Willie Adamas was passed over you. And now, okay, bud, you need to you need to fill in a short tonight. Like that's not an yeah. easy thing to do for anybody, quite frankly. But yeah, Michael Walker, we were talking about it during the game, like. At the end of the day, the Rays don't have a lot of options. They got to roll somebody out there. But if the Rays had priority, if they had a bunch of starters that they could deploy, like if you could just have Waka say, you know, we're not going to have you use that cutter or we're going to have you taper that down big time and turn you just into a two pitcher bulk guy, use the fastball and change up, get us through two or three innings and do your best there as opposed to relying on him to try to get through five or, or I know he wasn't two thirds or whatever it may be. I know he wasn't successful as a, as a bulk guy, but could, could they use him like as a bulk guy, but just n- no chaser after the open, right? Just the opener, right. the first sitting, then he gets into the game and one time through the order so that he could give you three innings, hopefully. And, that that gets you already into in, into the fifth inning, and then you can use your bullpen, which you love because it's got the best bullpen ERA in all of Major League Baseball. So yeah. that's your weapon. Get to it, maybe the fastest you can. But I, I think that's something the Rays are going to have to look at. Like you're yeah. going to have to get creative with how you're deploying some of these starters, especially Walker. Like go back to the opener. I don't have any problem with that or yeah. double opener, something along those lines to try to get through some of these games here. And on the other side, it was a little bit of jealousy. Like you see Chris Flexen out there who, yeah. I mean, he's Mr. Quality start. He comes in and I mean, he's, he's a workhorse for that team. He's not a big strikeout guy, but he doesn't walk anybody. He, he gets, and he doesn't have like super great stuff, but he just, he finds a way to give you a quality start basically the entire year. He's got 115 Kinda. innings to his name, 10 wins, three, seven, five ERA. Like this is the type of arm the Rays could have maybe tried to acquire at the trade down. I mean, the, the Mariners weren't going to give him up specifically, but a Chris Flexen esque type of guy to stick into the rotation. So I was going to say like Chris Bassett, but of course he got the all-star nomination. So that'll be a, even right. a little bit more difficult to do, but yeah, some guy like that can just give you innings that he doesn't have to wow you with stuff like, Oh my God, did you see that his slider has the most horizontal movement in all yeah. of major league baseball? Like, no, I don't need that. I need a guy that can post six innings, two to three runs. Boom. Give that to me. And the Rays, I mean, the rotation is not looking weak, but it's <sighs> not a dangerous playoff rotation. I would put I don't it like think- that. Yeah, I don't think other teams are looking at the Rays rotation of McClanahan, Yarbs, Fleming, Waka, uh, and Patino and saying, dang, that Rays yeah. rotation is fire. I don't think they're doing that. Yeah, and that's not to take away from Patino and McClanahan as talents, but they're rookies and they're, they're rookies, yeah. Prone to ebbs and flows and ups and downs and not being able to no. have the composure to handle a big moment. This isn't uh, you, you should be, I mean, if you're, if you're the White Sox or the Astros or a team like that, you should be licking your chops. But if you're the Rays and a Rays fan, you should have some question marks, quite frankly, about the rotation. And, and that's assuming that they can stay healthy for the rest of the season too. If you don't have question marks about having um, three rookies in your rotation uh, come playoff chase time mm-hmm. and maybe October, 
I, I, I mean, you must be the most happy and optimistic person in all in all of your aspects in yeah. life. I mean, you just must be <laughs> walking on clouds Monday through Sunday. Uh, come, come on, it's three rookies. Yeah. You, you, well, you, you can't you, expect this much from rookies. Like that's also unfair yeah. for them to them. That that's also the same guy that when the Rays were down six, so that like, hey, we can just chip away. Uh, one <laughs> run here, two runs there. Like now, let's realize that tonight is probably it's probably going to be a big L tonight. Let's realize that let's, you know, lean into it a little bit with that. So uh, very good. Again, big, big thank you to Cheryl for the tickets and the great time. And again, listeners out there, not to say we're just hoarding tickets here, but you've got a <laughs> spare pair of tickets or two. We'll, we'll join you for a game. We'll, we'll join you at the trot there. Uh, wild Alaskan company delivers high quality, sustainably sourced wild caught seafood right to your door. You can choose from salmon, whitefish, or a combination, and every month there are different specials to explore. Each shipment contains premium wild-caught, individually-wrapped portions of delicious seafood that's ready to prepare and easy to cook. Wild Alaskan Company Seafood is how nature intended it to be. Always wild, never farmed or modified, and it contains no antibiotics either. And right now, you can get $15 off your first box of premium seafood when you visit wildalaskancompany.com slash MLB. That's wildalaskancompany.com slash MLB for $15 off your first box. Again, wildalaskancompany.com slash MLB. And make sure to use our URL to let them know that we sent you to the right place. Okay, Ulysses, uh, didn't want to make it seem like we were so doom and gloom and that, hey, the season's over because the Rays lost to the Mariners last night. It was just kind of a, a disappointing game for sure. But let's remember, this team is still 64-43 and 43 and in first place in the American League East. And uh, we have a listener that might have been on top of the ball from the get-go. Look, Ulysses, we spent much of the offseason talking about how this is or was going to be a transition year. And, you know, maybe the Rays would be lucky to break 88, 90 games, but not according to one of our big time listeners, Jesus Cologne. He was very, very confident that the Rays would win 97, upwards of 97 games. And he's yeah. doubling down on that proposal. <laughs> we have a little uh, voice memo here. Let, let's see if I can try to play this thing correctly. Look, I, you know me with technology, but let me let me give it a shot here. Let's see if this works. Result of the standings and uh, how many wins we could get. Remember, before the season started, I predicted we could get 96 97. You guys remember, I said that on, uh, on Locker Room, I said that on uh, the Green Room, and you guys thought it was a little bit of a reach. So if we make it, I, I'm going to need, I don't know, some, something. I mean, I mean, very good from Jesus Cologne. And you know what? I will take him up on that offer. If the Rays win, 97 games, at least 97 games. I will, we will, and I do want to get your uh, opinion on this, Ulysses. We okay. invite Jesus Cologne to co-host an episode with us. Oh, that would be his that, reward. That's great. Hey, look, man, if you're willing to put down your name and a prop bet and then put pick a side, I'm all for having you on the show. That's that's great. Yeah. You know, now, um, 
Yeah, let's get into the numbers a little bit because I do want to get. I mean, I'm going to I'm going to take the under right now. Yeah, I'm going to take the under. But let's put this out there a little bit. So Jesus predicts 97 wins. So we'll set the over under at 96 and a half wins for the race right now. Of course, the team stands at 64 and 43. There are 55 games left, which means Mm -hmm. the Rays would have to win 33 of those games. So they'd need to go. 33 and 22 the rest of the way. In other words, they'd have to win 60% of their games the rest of the way. And by the way, right now their winning percentage is five, nine, eight. They're about, so they basically have to do a little bit better, slightly better than they're doing right now. And that Ulysses is where you get into the schedule. And I did look this up. I broke this down. If I missed a game or two, Crucify me, but I, I'm just going to run this down real quickly. So the Rays uh, for the rest of the season, they've got, of course, the uh, two games left against the Mariners, a combined 10 games against the Orioles, six road, four home, seven games against the Red Sox, three on the road, four at home, seven games against the Twins, four on the road, three at home, three games against the White Sox at home, two games against the Phillies on the road. Seven games against the Tigers, three on the road, four at home. Six games against the Blue Jays, three on the road. Uh, Three of those are on the road in Toronto, of course, not Dunedin anymore or Buffalo. Uh, Three games at home against the Marlins, three games on the road against the Astros, and then closing out the season with three games on the road against the Yankees. So, yeah. Uh, I I think even without the schedule, like – Let's let's let me let me rephrase that. Not looking at the schedule, asking mm-hmm. a team to play at the same clip that they're playing, which is already a really good clip of and a little uh, bit better, actually. Like a, a game little or bit two better. better. Yeah, I think that's a little bit too too much to ask, honestly. Yeah. Um, so there we go. And then when you look at the schedule, you're like, okay, well, it can be done actually because you're you're facing you know a, a weaker teams than you have before. I mean, hello, we haven't even seen the Tigers. The twins. So there are yeah. the twins after the fire up. sale too. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and, and Baltimore, I mean, which the Rays have dominated completely. I mean, put Randy Rosarena and he just wins that whole series uh, because he's been killing the, the birds. So I understand yeah, I, that that makes it a little bit better, but I, I, I'm, I'm and not without ready. glass. Now the rest of the way that also has to be taken into account because there were a lot of wins, a lot of victories banked with glass. Now, in the fold, not to say they haven't done as well without him, but uh, it'd be a little bit different, maybe a little bit of a different story if you had that ace, ace in the hole, so to speak. Oh, oh, of course. I mean, with Glass now, I would feel definitely uh, different about this. But not who the innings, right? Like August, like the the thing about this is who's going to cover the innings? How effective can this this bullpen is the best in 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 MLB right now. Mm-hmm. It, the numbers say so, but how long can you be the best? And 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 by being the best, it's like if somebody gets hurt, n- n- we're just plugging in a dude that has a career year, a career year. Yeah, career, like uh, it, it would be- DJ Johnson, step <laughs> yeah. on down. It's 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 John Armstrong, it's- step on down. Sean Poppin, who, by the way, got claimed. Um, it's it's very difficult. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it's very difficult to keep asking everybody 
on that bullpen to no, please have the, the the best year of your life today because we we need it. It's the math is going to ca- catch up to you. You know, yeah. the numbers are like that. They regress. So I feel like because they're at a peak right now with the bullpen, that is going to regress. So if that regresses, then the the strength of schedule would help, of course. But I don't think to the extent of asking this team to play a little bit better than they've already shown to be playing right now. So I will I will take the under. I said in the preseason uh, with you, 88 to 92 wins. I feel like they will now definitely cross the 90 win plateau. But I don't. It's almost splitting the difference between the 90 and 97, like 93, 94, which is still a yeah. terrific, terrific season. All things. It's considered. a terrific. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, only a few hand, uh, a few years we've actually done that. Uh, uh, yeah. You know, uh, so I'll take like 93 right now. 93 okay. to 94. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you have the standings in front of you, but I'm assuming the Marlins are still in last place. If they are, I count 20 games, 20 games against teams in last place in their division, plus another seven versus the middling Tigers. And then, but you also have some really tough games against the Red Sox and the White Sox and the Phillies who added and the Blue Jays and the Astros and the Yankees. So it's actually at the end of the day, kind of balanced. So it's, it's sort of a toss up as to where that's going to go. What I hate is those last six games, you know, to to then have to go to Texas. Yeah. Face the Houston Astros, which are a terrific team. And then you go to the uh, Yankee Stadium, you know, and and are they out by it by by the, by the last weekend? We we surely hope so, but if they're not, they're gonna come out with everything they've got. And and yeah, I I would see them play a little bit flat if they're not in it because that's just you know nature of 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 being a human being, I guess, and a competitor. Like yeah, man, you know, we're not in it. But if they're if they have any inkling of being able to chase a wild card. Oh, that's going to be a tough series. So it's, it's, it's a yeah. way that they're going to end the year for sure. Something tells me that Yankees Rays series at the end could be kind of critical for one team or the other, or both of them at the same time, by the way, we put this out on Twitter, uh, 96 and a half wins for the Rays this season. Are you taking the over or under 59% say over 26% say under and uh, 15% say they're unsure. You know what? I'm going to stop giving the unsure option. It's just got to be over or under pick a side. This isn't uh, politics. You don't have to play the middle here. Uh, just, you know, make a decision. This isn't life or it's a death. Twitter it's poll. not red, it's, a Twitter it's poll. not red pill, blue pill. Like it's not, <laughs> let's relax folks. Like, you know, just have an opinion. So I'm, I don't know. I don't know if I can do the unsure thing anymore. I will say no. Chris, Chris is going to go a step above. Jesus Cologne, uh, he says, I'll take the over predicting 98. Okay. Chris. He's, he's pretty confident there. Chris, but. you're killing me. I think, I think Chris me. wants to be on the show too. I think that's the other thing. He wants, <laughs> he wants his spot. Look, this was, this was Jesus, Jesus's thing from the beginning. He called it. So if the Rays do in fact get 97 victories or more, Jesus will be uh, on the show. 96? I'm sorry. I don't think we can do it. It's got to be 97, right? I mean, I think hey, we got to. He, 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 he was an, an unsure person, right? He yeah. said his claim. He's, he stood by it and it's, it's happening so far w- with what he said. So we'll see. We'll see. And that's really the advice you have to, that's really the, the modus operandi you have to have. If you're going to be betting, if you're going to be betting on sports, right? I mean, bet online, you can't be wishy-washy. You gotta, you gotta make a move, right? 
You got to make a move. And you know what? The fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action is bet online. Baseball season is in full swing and you can track all of that action at bet online. Get all the latest news, odds, and information for all of your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC MMA action. By the way, are you a UFC guy? Because I'm definitely not. I am not, but if it's a big, big fight like a Colin McGregor or something where the entire sports world is talking about it, I will try to find a creative way to watch said pay-per-view. But historically, I'm not watching uh, UFC every weekend, per se. Yeah, yeah, I won't. Um, So anyway, um, before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Maybe you're a UFC guy, and this is great for mm-hmm. you. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. So head to the website, use your device to sign up today, and receive 50, that's 5-0 people, 50% of a welcome bonus on your first deposit. Promo code is locked on. L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. So... Bet online, your online sportsbook experts get your welcome bonus today. You can save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership? Rock Auto is a family business serving do it yourselfers for over 20 years and their prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you could possibly need, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. So go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck, and be sure to write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you to the right place. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Okay, Ulysses, uh, game two of this three-game set versus the Seattle Mariners, and it will be lefty. Oh, boy. Uh, You say Kikuchi. I'll go with that. Close enough. Going up against uh, Luis Patino. Patino, of course, was really, really good in his last start. Hey, he handled and outbattled Garrett Cole in -hmm. his last start. So can he outpitch another all-star in Kikuchi who sort of like Chris Flexen, man, another workhorse, 114 innings in 19 starts. The difference of course is Kikuchi's a a lefty and uh, he's got a very, very unique delivery with that hesitation and the way he sort of hides the ball, hides his throwing arm almost like at his ankle uh, for a split second before he delivers on the throw and, I mean, sort of like Chris Flexen has a really good, you know, four pitch mix that uh, keeps the hitters off balance. So I'm a little bit, a little bit leery about this one, but hopefully the the Rays got to play better tonight than they did yesterday, at least some way or another, I would think. Well, you would hope so. You'd hope so. Uh, Kikuchi, of course, an all-star hasn't had the greatest um, run lately. Uh, he's mm-hmm. pitching to a four, six, five ERA with a three, three record um, in his last seven games. If you look at his last three games against Houston, Oakland, and and the Angels, he has gotten hit every time out there. Five innings, three runs against the 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 Astros. Six innings, three runs allowed against the the A's, and then five innings, seven runs allowed 
against the Angels. So he's been getting hit lately. So let's hope that that's what happens. Again, Nelson Cruz is a big addition. You'd hope that this is why right. um, they got him for this type of situation against a lefty, which the Rays had gotten dominated the whole season. So we'll see. But, you know, I don't want to say too much about it because whenever we say something of a, of a pitcher or whatever, it turns yeah. out to be the opposite. But I actually do want to mention something else that happened yesterday at the game, which I thought okay. was very, very cool by the Rays. Um, that little 60-second thank you, thank you, Diego Castillo, for everything that you've done and like a little montage of his great, greatest moments with the Rays. I thought that was awesome. And, and you saw the, the race player give him a little standing ovation. There, that, it ha- it was a small one because, of course, the, the 5,500 or 5,800 people that were there, um, you know, I, I give standing O's. I don't know if you yeah. did. I gave him a standing O. Uh, and, and he also, you know, tipped his cap. And it was a pretty good moment for, for a guy that spent four years in the organization. Well, with the big I mean, he had, team, he had been signed whole, since 2014. Yeah. So he had so been 10 with years, him for a long almost, run. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's... um or eight years rather, but it's awesome. I thought, I thought it was a really cool thing that they did and, and necessary because if you look at, you know, all the relievers in the past and in the race, I think this is one that not only was equality, but I think the fandom did gravitate towards him. Yeah, absolutely. And, and there's only been positive things uh, said about him as far as how he is as a player and a teammate. There is a little bit of controversy though some controversy as the Seattle times reported that the Rays organization was, I guess, unhappy of late with Diego Castillo's conditioning and work ethic. And I guess being generally out of shape, weight gain issues. But then uh, the other day, Kevin cash refuted that strongly. So I don't know what to believe maybe. Well, and it, it could be a wording issue. Whereas Maybe a guy doesn't have great conditioning, but that doesn't mean he doesn't have a good work ethic. Maybe he just is prone to gaining weight and has trouble keeping the weight off. That doesn't mean you're a lazy person because as Kevin Cash, who maybe in a way sort of didn't completely answer the question, but he, I mean, at the end of the day, Kevin Cash is right. When Diego Castillo was asked to take the ball, he took the ball and pitched for the race. That's what he did. 100%. And, and no matter what inning, no matter what situation, if it's the playoffs or not the playoffs, if it's a playoff chase game, it didn't matter. So, yeah, uh, we'll, there, if there are rumors, there are rumors. Okay, whatever, we'll, we'll deal with that. But I think with the output of value from Diego yeah. uh, that you got as a fan, and I think that you have to appreciate that. And, and I think uh, he's going to be missed. Yes. Having said that... Um, there are peripherals that say there are reasons to the say that the Rays moved off is at a in good the past. time from him. Yes. Yes. Yeah. With the velocity. And I think Chagall, what we've seen from him is very good. And the Rays picking yeah. up the prospect. And again, we, we also at the end of the day have to realize that it's a cost savings measure with the arbitration. Like if the Rays are their their line of thinking has to be, we can sort of in a way have about the same player as Diego Castillo, at least how we use that player. And we can save several hundred thousands of dollars, if not millions of dollars for the next right. couple of years. That's what I they're mean, thinking is at the end of the day. If you, if you had, if you had a business and you could get the same output for less money, 
that's a yeah. slam dunk, right? So th- that's exactly what they what they do, and 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 we've gotten used to it. At least a lot of us have, and mm-hmm. and it's it's tough sometimes when it's a, a player that you that you care for. Because you start to care for these guys. I mean, this is a guy whose story is amazing. He had so many brothers and sisters. I think like ten uh, brothers and sisters, eight or nine, something like that. And and he he learned how to cook for them. And and and, and you know, as a kid, he he had to. He knew that he had to be the one to make it in order to give money to his family. Like it's you know, when you get to know these players as a fan, they affect the way that you see them on the mound. And once I learned that about Castillo, I was rooting for him every time out there before it was a little bit frustrating. But when I learned that I was like, nah, this, this is a guy I want to root for. And and that's what happens when you're a fan, right? You get to know these guys and, yeah. and their stories and, and that affects you. So when they're traded away, it, it sucks, but then you have to look at the numbers and, and, and look at the reasoning and you're like, okay, that, that is what they're doing. You know, JT is similar to Diego and cheaper. So yeah, we'll see. And if you have a chance to, I don't know how or what way the MLBPA, the Players Association does this, but a while back, I read a really good article, really, really good uh, in-depth article on Diego and his upbringing. And he was actually, I mean, before baseball, considering being an engineer. And one thing, at least in this country, um, he expressed so much gratitude and was so thankful uh, and was so happy to become a U.S. citizen. So that's some food for thought there too. Uh, Last thing here, I'm going to do my little uh, Kyle Snyder impression. Patino, fastball up, slider away, mix in some breaky balls. There's your scouting report. Do what you did like against it. the Yankees and you'll have some success. Hopefully. Is that good? <laughs> Love it. Did, I, did I do okay? Is I, that, I, I thought it was enough? very Kyle, Kyle-esque. You know, that's actually a good thing. I don't think I could imitate Kyle because I don't ever hear him. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, we see him all the time, but we don't really hear a lot. Yeah, we we see a lot of mound visits every game. That's for sure. He, <laughs> I, th- there's got to be a statistic on the number of mound visits. Like he's got to be one of the leaders in mound visits. Must be. Uh, over the uh, over this season, over the last couple of years, at least combined, you would think with that. But uh, okay, uh, there we go. Let's get a W. Let's get a W against the damn Mariners. Come on, let's go. That'd be nice. Although I wouldn't mind seeing the Mariners make the playoffs. We might have to get into that later. It's, it's been a while. It's been a while. Okay. I know your significant other would like to see the Mariners make the playoffs. That's for sure. Yes. Yes. Uh, Okay. Uh, That wraps up this edition of the Locked on Rays podcast. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of the Locked on Bets podcast. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe. And we'll talk to you tomorrow.